once again for tuning in to the Maynard Files. I, of course, am your host, Josh, the individual who interviews other individuals who are more individual than himself. Everybody is still with me, and I'm glad. Thank you for listening. With me today is my very special guest, Sylvia Romero. Sylvia, welcome. Thank you, Josh. Nice to be here. Yes, it's nice to have you here. So, Sylvia, you are a an inspiration to anybody out there that is that is doing like a full-time committed job that goes off and does their own thing in the entertainment industry. So I need to hear a little bit about you. So so tell us tell us about yourself, Sylvia. Just as, as much or as little as you want. The floor is yours. Wow. Uh, well, as you know, you first when you first met me, I was a uh, sorry. When you first met me, you thought all I did was acting. Um, so you were then you were intrigued when you're like, oh my God, you're a real estate agent too. Yeah. So I am an actor. I do voiceover, uh, film, and occasionally this old broad books a you know modeling gig, fifty and over. Nice. Uh, and I'm a full-time realtor. That and is I'm insane. a retired telecom engineer of thirty years. Get out. Okay. So let's start with the, let's start with the with the the job you're retired from. So a telecom engineer. Now tell tell me about that. What was that like? I program telephone systems for a major airline. Um, so anytime you needed to upgrade a system or somebody needed a phone, I would program it, put it, you know, do all the wires, put it out on the desk, and program voicemail boxes and call routing and all that really boring stuff. That is crazy. So what got you into that, though? Ooh, 30 years ago, uh, I was working at a company back in California, and I kind of just stepped into it. It was right after my daughter was born. And I was, was on my eight-week uh, maternity leave. The guy that was in charge of the uh, telecom department at the time said, hey, I need somebody new come into my department, because he'd already known me. I'd already worked at that company for a couple years. And uh, that's how I got started. An old Pacific Bell guy trained me. That is awesome. Yeah, there's a name you don't hear thrown around right? anymore, right? Pacific yeah. Bell. Yes. That's crazy. And you stuck with that job for 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> like, I can't even stick with something for 30 days I anymore. I have the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. and, and like, a lot of the stuff that you learned in that, have you been able to apply it to anything anymore? Or is that just something that was kind of like just for that telecom engineering? It's very specific. It. Yeah. It so it's nothing you could ever job. really carry over. No. It wouldn't help you in, like, designing the perfect burger if you went to go work at, like, a restaurant. Or no. open your own restaurant. I actually owned a restaurant. Did you really? Oh, hi. This is Josh. I just opened the Pandora's box of my guests, I suppose. Okay, so now tell me about that. I need to know. I was back in California. Okay. And, uh, Should we establish what part of California? Well, just so I was I up in the Bay Area. I was in Fremont. No joke. Yeah. Right on. I have a lot of family out there. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Also in, like, Woodland and things like that. So okay. the oh, outlying areas. So that's cool. I lived there for 12 years out of high school. Uh, my ex was then in the military, and when he was done with service here at Luke Air Force Base, we moved to Redwood City. Um, my oldest daughter was born there. My youngest, my middle daughter was born in San Jose. And um, anyhow, that's I was out there for like 12 years. Anyway, time flies by. Fast forward. Yeah. Uh, I have some money put aside, and my then friend uh, said, "Hey, we should buy this coffee shop. It's for sale." I'm like, "Okay." So I bought a coffee shop. In Fremont? In Fremont. Oh, man. Yeah, it was right before Starbucks took over on every corner. It was a really super cool place. We had these was awesome murals on the walls, karaoke night, open mic night. Yeah. What was it called? Awesome. Fresh Cup Cafe. That is so rad. What what uh, what era was this? Like, what years was this going on? 90, let me see, 89. 
91. Oh, yeah. it's like my heart just exploded with magic. That's amazing. That's like the best time. That would have been the best. Actually, that would have been the best time to own a coffee shop yeah. in Fremont, California. It would have been in the early 90s. It was totally cool. Oh, my God. We had a little golf cart. We would deliver sandwiches and coffee to the little old ladies that were in the nearby you know, strip. That is crazy. Yeah. And so this job was the one that predated the telecom engineer. Actually, I or did were that. Or you were doing full-time. As you can tell, I'm not good with math. So 30 years, <laughs> 91. Okay, cool. I'm really old. I'm obviously not going to college anytime soon. Go ahead. Let me pull out the calculator for you. <laughs> yeah, Texas Instruments. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, no, I was actually a telecom person then and owned the coffee shop. And so I was doing both things. Um, and then eventually moved back to Arizona and then bought a sports bar. And yeah. Who are you even? Yeah. Like, I love this. It's like I'm also. Yeah, I know. I'm getting surprised as I'm interviewing you. I'm like, I'm very surprised now. Look at my surprise. Yeah. That's crazy. So what? What kind of a bar did you open up here? It was a little sports bar in Glendale at okay. the time. Um, and unfortunately, the guy had two sets of books when he sold oh, it. Yeah. Yes, he had cooked books and the real books. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds Glendale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that didn't go well. So fast forward, still a telecom person. And I just kept doing it. I could, it was a job I could do with my eyes closed. I loved it because not only was I in my office programming things and nobody ever saw me, but then I got to install everybody's phones. So I went to everybody's desk and I got to meet everybody basically new that started. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, that just, yeah, because telecom engineer, that's not something you hear anymore. That's incredible that you held on to it for 30 years. I know. And then what kind of what kind of created the the bridge? Like what created the bridge from telecom to to real estate? Uh, I actually did real estate several years back, back in like 05, 06. Okay. Um, and then I had a salsa business. Okay, I'm done with it. I don't even like. Can you just keep talking? I'm not even going to ask any more questions. Just do this like you were like narrating your own. Your autobiography. Just do Sorry. it. Like, no, this is good. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I had um, developed a recipe for salsa making, and I used to sell it to people at work all the time, and one day just kind of went to a uh, salsa festival thingy. What was it? The My Nana's Salsa Festival? Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I just used hand sanitizer, and it smells like 100%, like, that is like triple sec. That's not even hand sanitizer. <laughs> what did I just use? Okay, I'm so sorry. So your your salsa your salsa business. Uh, yes. What was your salsa called? It was well. That's funny you ask because we had to change the name a few times. Uh, a business partner couldn't quite figure out how to get that name right. So. Was but, it Muy Caliente? Please tell me it was something that. No, at first it was um, Sassy. Oh my my. Oh shoot. We went. Our last name was Sassy Senoritas. Is what it was called. Those caricatures of our faces. You know, it's really. Nice, nice character figures. Mm, okay. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. We used to do a lot of the farmer's markets. We had it in a store in Scottsdale, one out in Goldfield Ghost Town, um, and another little store like in Guadalupe. And that, it was just starting to get going. Like the legacy of what you are is like impressive so far, so I can only imagine it's going to get better during this interview. I'm all over Color me that. excited. Yeah. So, like, do you still do anything with the salsa? Um, unfortunately, there was a person i'm not even going to name their company name they no don't name them because then i would end up probably i would end up probably having to pay them yeah. somehow some yeah, the universe likes to do that anymore but anyhow she didn't like us we were competition so she literally called a police officer not a police officer she actually got one of those uh, cease and assist 
dealies. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. And uh, my business partner freaked out. She's like, oh my gosh, we gotta stop, we gotta stop selling it. And I'm just like, no, this woman doesn't have a leg to stand on. So, that anyhow, we took a break and it basically just stopped doing it. But Just fizzled out. Yeah. And, and then you stopped doing it. But yeah. now, if you needed to, though, like to whip up like a quick holiday batch, if somebody were like, hey, I want some salsa, but I want it to be specifically made by you, would you be able to do it? Oh, yeah. Remember my Instagram page? I posted. Uh, we're done with this now. <laughs> no. No. My, so audience is, my audience is going to know all about your Instagram, <laughs> all about your Facebooky, all about any websites you have, Sylvia Romero, PhD. I'm surprised that's not what you're going by. Right. Yeah, let's, let's don't, don't pull that out. If that's a thing, please don't. Don't be like, oh, by the way, I also have a, I'm also a doctor, licensed that. physician. No, I don't have time for that. I have no time for that. So, okay, so you were doing, okay, so we, gosh, dang. Okay, so just recap real quick. Take a step back here for a minute. We've got telecom engineer. We've got coffee shop owner. We have illegal sports bar owner in Glendale. <laughs> we have salsa maker. Yes. And then real estate agent. And real estate agent. Okay. We yeah. haven't even got, we, we basically just like kind of like on the outskirts of that candy shell. Yeah. All right. It's time to get to that chocolatey whatever center. Like Shrek says, you gotta peel the layers of the onion. Exactly, you have to. Yes. And I don't eat onions, so garlic will have to suffice. Well, you, they have layers too. Okay, so then you're in real estate, and then how how many years were you doing real estate for? I mean, you said 2001, two thousand one, two. Two thousand five. Oh, two thousand five. Obviously, math not my strong suit. Yes, <laughs> mine either. Uh, and then the salsa business kind of got in the way. Plus, I was still doing full-time telecom engineer, and at the time... You did all three like, of these at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where is your cape? Did and, you leave it at um, home? And I was bartending. Okay, I'm done. Too. I can't even right now. I know. It's, it's, you just put, like, everyone to shame that's out there going, oh, I never can do anything because they've got all this other stuff. Yeah, no. Like, you've just basically said, no, you can do anything you want. You just have to have the guts to multitask, and it sounds like exactly. you've really nailed that. So... My hat's off to you because that's very impressive. I am very impressed by that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so all of this you're juggling at the same time and being a mom on top of it. I mean, holy crap. Do you get a medal? Any kind of awards? No, not at all. You get a Mother's Day card. Did you get a mention, yeah. perhaps, and maybe Reader's <laughs> Digest? Like anything? No. Nothing? Not even like a cookie? Uh, our, hey, our salsa was in a New York magazine. So that was my one award. Do you know why? It's yeah. because nobody in New York knows a thing about salsa. <laughs> so it's, it was like exotic to them. It's like, ooh, salsa. Like, oh, hey, this is salsa. I, I don't know what this is, but I like it. Hey, you know what I'm saying? That's what they do. Sorry. And I'm probably going to get punched the next time I ever encounter any of my friends from the East Coast. Um, okay, so now, okay, so you're, you're a real estate agent. You're a salsa maker. You are doing telecom engineering. All of a sudden, you say, hey, you know what? Sounds like a good idea. I want to kind of do this acting thing. Was that something... Was that something that was like your dream or was it something that somebody suggested to you and, oh, no. and said that like this is what you should do? That was definitely one of my dreams. Okay. I wanted to do I wanted to be a thespian uh, from like seventh grade. Yeah. Since you know, since way back then, but I was busy doing other stuff in school, so I never got a chance to do that and didn't get an opportunity to do it in high school either. Um, so eventually, once my kids got a little bit older, I was like, you know what, now it's time for, you know, mama time. So I took a class and landed an agent right after class, and then history. That's amazing. Yeah. So when did you start doing uh, acting classes? 
2002, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. So you were juggling everything and then acting on top of it. So you've been yeah. doing acting just as long as everything else. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm sitting here whining because I can't even pay my phone bill. And here you are like, oh, yeah, you know what? You know, you can pretty much do anything you want, Josh. Wow, I'm Sylvia Romero, Ph.D. <laughs> That'll be how you're, how you're referred to um, from this point forward, by the way. No, no offense. Um, so the acting thing, that was something that you'd wanted to do, and then you never had an opportunity when you were younger? Like you didn't, uh, you never acted in high school or in junior high or any of that stuff? No. No plays, nothing? No. Have you ever done theater? I have. And what do you think of it? It is a lot of fun. Um, after a while, you know, I don't know what it is, I still get stage fright, and I sing like at least one time during a, what do you call that, the show, when you have a couple of plays going on. I forget a line somewhere in there, and that's always my big fear, is that I'm going to just really blow it. Okay. And so, yeah, I still have to get over that. After all these years, no, I still have to get over but that. but that's just it. I was talking with other people in our, in our field, in our craft, and they're always telling me how they're still nervous, and I myself, whenever I would do stand-up comedy or anything, it's totally relatable, because I feel like if you're not nervous, that's when you need to stop doing it. I feel like you should always have that nervousness because that nervousness kind of drives you. So don't ever, I don't think you should look at it as a bad thing. I think you should look at that as like, that's your driving force. Okay. Because the fear of screwing something up almost helps you 98% of the time not screw up. Unless you're doing open heart surgery. And then I don't know. All bets are off. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's probably a thing. Um... No, but that's in, that's impressive. So, how many plays overall did you do? I've only done four. My last one was uh, Steel Magnolias. Oh. I played Weezer. No, you did yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. The most beloved character from the Steel Magnolias yeah. family. I played Weezer. That was a lot of fun. As opposed to, like, did you find? Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just asking based on personal, like, what I would consider a personal reasoning. For this, but when you were doing theater, did you feel like it was kind of like an escape from everything else that you were doing? It kind of like helped to balance you out a little bit, in a sense, like where it was something like, this is good for me, but at the same time, I have the real day jobs and the things like this going on, but this right here kind of balances everything out because I feel perfectly like I'm able to do everything that I want. Is that a weird question? I'm Ooh, so sorry. kind of like a loaded question. Uh, I used to take my little book, and on my lunch hour, I would walk around and try to study my lines and then go back inside. And yeah, you're just constantly trying to remember your lines because you're so nervous about messing up because obviously you don't want to disappoint people. No, but, yeah. um, unless, you're, unless you're Ted Danson. <laughs> and then not even then can you do it because the man's, let's face it, the man's genuinely just, just a charming dude. I love Ted Danson. Um, so, but that was, so that's, now, okay, so, so what you're saying is, like, you would, you would focus on, you were able to focus on everything, like multitask while you were working, doing real estate or anything else, and you were able to just continue on the acting thing. Because I'm sure the plays, if you were doing, like, theater, it didn't probably get in the way that much. Now, did you start doing theater, or did you start doing acting in other things, like other media, and then move to theater? It was commercials first. Commercials first? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. What kind of commercials? Anything we'd know? Oh, gosh. There are several. You put me on the spot because anytime anybody ever asks me, I'm always just like, um, you know, um. Yeah, I, this is good. This is this is this go is. Go to my IMDb page. Fine, fine. <laughs> we'll go to your IMDb page, Sylvia Romero. I don't do my homework. What's the point of me studying up on you if I'm going to interview you and ask you these questions? It's more interesting when I don't when I go in not knowing anything about you. Oh, 
But I don't. I also don't want you to be uncomfortable or on the spot. So if you don't know, we can definitely defer to the IMDb page. I am I'm totally okay with I'm that. I'm not kidding. I'm literally drawing a blank. And, That's okay. And whenever people do ask me, I'm always like, do you know that one? Ah, oh, darn it. Was one of the commercials by any chance? I mean, hashtag irony for Alzheimer's. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. But I did write it. How funny would that have been at this moment? About depend undergarments. <gasps> <laughs> I was really hoping that somehow they'd make me like their spokesperson, but like now that didn't work out. I got gray hair. Why not? So what? <laughs> like a lot of people have gray hair, but they're, they don't. Have, that doesn't mean you have to be the spokesperson for Depends. <laughs> hey, if it pays the bills. I won't. Mama needs new shoes. Yeah, so I, don't even want, I don't even want to talk about how low I've sunk. <laughs> so anyway, you're right. You, you've got this. You win that round. <laughs> Um, so now doing, like starting out in commercials, like that must have been pretty exciting. It was, yeah, the first time you ever actually booked one, you're just yeah. like, oh my gosh, hey, maybe I really can do this. That's pretty rad. Yeah. So like, I mean, and, and how nervous, like, because you still act, obviously, mm -hmm. and you still do modeling. Mm -hmm. um, so do you, and you still, I, I'm, I'm hoping the answer is yes, but you still get nervous doing these things, correct? A little bit, not Usually the audition part is always the nerve-wracking part. Once okay. you get past that's that part, part, you're like, you okay, need, yeah. Yeah, that's the part you need to be nervous at, yeah. is the audition. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. You still get butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. You know, because you're rehearsing, you're, you're rehearsing your lines. If you're lucky, for the most part, you have, like, a whole day you can rehearse your lines. This is Arizona, so it's not like California where it's completely saturated. So, you yeah. know, you'll get a notice, you get an audition, and then you have, like, 24 to 48 hours to know your lines. And you know it forwards and backwards. But the moment you get in front of the casting director, you're like, eh. Oh, my God. You... <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. That Sometimes, yeah. Beautifully described my first prom night, like the 24 hours <laughs> leading up to that. Like, do I know what to say? Am I going to say it correctly? I didn't. Okay, I promise you I didn't. Um, so now, being in the acting, being in acting as long as you have, and you're still doing real estate, do you find that you're able to... Because everybody, I think, has like a personality type, and I think if you if you can match their personality, I think that would make it easier in something like real estate. I think I don't know, dude. I think we kind of talked about that. Like if you hang out with somebody who's from Texas, yeah. All of a sudden, you start talking with a draw. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Oh my God! I didn't know you were going to do voices too. Please yeah. keep going. And then, or like, you know, you're in Tennessee, then all of a sudden you start talking like from your Tennessee, or from your New York, you know. Okay. And then you, you start talking like nah, that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. And. Uh, so I do have a tendency to do that, but I kind of catch myself. Uh, a few weeks ago at an open house, there was a couple from Canada, and the next thing you know, I just kind of started with, like, her little accent. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I, I don't want her to find that offensive, but I can, it's just something that happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. You kind of, like, almost, uh, I don't know what they call it. Um, what are the, is it a cockatoo? Are, the, are those the birds that, or oh, parakeets? No, parakeets are is it parakeets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you're saying. So sometimes you'll, somebody will say something and then you repeat it back to them and it's just like in their accent. Yes. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Did I just, exactly. like, oh, I just, I think I just yeah, that. did I just offend you? Because if I did, good. You're, uh, not, you're no, welcome. I wasn't going to say that. You, you deserve, okay. yeah, you deserve to be offended <laughs> if you're offended that easily. No, I'm kidding. So that's, that's interesting. But you never find yourself like putting on any kind of a show for people when you're trying to sell? No, I don't. I don't think so. I find myself a pretty genuine person. Um, I've always told people, hey, what you see is what you get. I'm not. I'm not this way in one regard, and then step out this door, and, and I'm suddenly somebody different. I'm a big goof. I love to laugh, um, make fun of myself, whatever. Uh, my kids and I always would role play with movies. You know, um, 
gosh, it was like gold member, Night at the Roxbury, old stuff. We always used to talk about those little lines from the movie. Oh, yeah. We used to do that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't want to put on that show because it's just not, it's not genuine. It's not real. I mean, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I think you, may, you, you hold a pretty valid argument on that one. I just wonder, because sometimes people, like, sometimes I find myself being in the real estate world now, I find myself doing, the, doing that sometimes, where I have to kind of, like, put on a character in order to match somebody, so that because I'm not doing it face-to-face. Meeting, meeting their... Meeting their, like, personality yeah. and on, a, on a playing field that's kind of, like, something you can do, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to steal your thunder. I'm not trying to give you ideas either because you're looking like you're you're taking this and you're kind of like you're scheming now. You're like I wonder how I can I wonder how I can really apply this to my everyday life and then blame this jerk when it all comes down to it. No, I get that a lot. Trust me, you're fine. Um, no, that's that's insane. So, what is the most? Okay, what was the most exciting moment of your acting career? Like the part that like really stands out to you. Um, on, well, on top of live performance, um, oh, actually being able to sing on stage. Ooh. That was, that was like a big, huge thing. That is me. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get day. to sing? Uh, we were nonsense. Um, I don't know if you know the play Nonsense, but we were singing nuns, basically. Um, it's a comedy. But I played Sister Robert Ann. And we got to do solos. I think we had like two or three solos. That is great. Yeah. And and I, honestly, I'm not familiar with that, but it sounds amazing. Yeah. And I just had visions of Sally Field all of a sudden. So I was like thinking of the Flying Nun because right? I have I have issues. Yes. But no, that's awesome. So you got to sing a solo yeah. on stage, mm-hmm. and you pulled it off. And I pulled it off, except for one night where I did mess up my line. Oh. Yeah. But that's okay. But that's okay. Yeah, as long as you can recover gracefully, I think that that's what really. Thank God for cast members. Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the. Uh, that's the. That's how I would definitely judge myself as well as others. Like, is are you able to recover from what you just did? Because I mean, let's face it. Not well, I did another can. show after that, so yes, eventually I did recover. So yeah, yeah. I guess you could say I did, I did recover. That's awesome. Yeah. That does sound like it would be a pretty, pretty crazy experience, though. Nice. So have you ever been in situations in the acting world that have made you kind of like reel back and disgust and be like, I can't believe that this is actually happening? Or have you ever been like so pissed off that you've like, you've actually considered like walking off of what you were oh, working on? No. You've always been in a really pleasant environment? Mm-hmm. Yes, thank God, yes. Oh, lucky you. I can't say I was ever in a, yeah, I can never say I was in a bad place. Oh, that's I'm awesome. I'm assuming you have. Uh, that's, no, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, no, we've all been, we've all been, Arizona, that's why I'm saying Arizona has a very, um, it's, it's not as big as something like Hollywood, but it's, it's better in a sense that we're not dealing with slimy things all the time, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Totally. Because I can imagine that's going to that's gonna be next. Where, where, uh, now, have you stuck strictly to Arizona when it comes to filming, modeling, and all that stuff, or have you gone outside of the state? Um, California, I've gone out for a couple of auditions. Uh, I haven't booked anything out there um, yet. Okay. So, you never know. But mostly just in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And you don't, you, you show no signs of stopping. Because I see you posting stuff still all the time. You're still doing auditions, I'm sure. Still doing casting calls. Still doing photo shoots. 
a lot of self-tape auditions now thanks to COVID, but yeah. What is COVID? I'm sorry. Was that a, <laughs> was that a thing? Yeah, a lot of self-tape auditions. Uh, hopefully this year, you know, things will calm down a little bit and then we can get back more to business. That would be nice. Yeah. I feel on that. So do you have, um, so what would be your advice, like, and you don't, your kids, do your kids long to be like you? Like, do they even have any interest in any of this stuff, or are they just kind of doing their no. own thing? <laughs> they all do their own thing. They all do their own yeah, thing, but they, but I guarantee you they're not multitasking quite as good as you are, <laughs> are they? Mm, no, but I go. think I've, I, I'm not trying to shame your kids on my more, show. If I they listen to this, please don't come after me. I wouldn't say multitasking, but they have been kind enough to say, You've inspired me to be able to do, and I've always said, my kids, I'm very proud of my kids. Um, they've all turned out excellent, never gave me problems as a mom, ever. And um, I've got truly blessed with three amazing kids, and I'm very proud of them. They've all, you know, gone to school, they have great jobs, and uh, bettering themselves and things like that, so yeah. That is awesome. And that was what I was waiting to hear was the inspiration, the inspire word. Because that is certainly like your journey, what you've told me, all of the things that you've accomplished just in the course of your life, that should be very inspiring, especially to your own children. Like that should be like, uh, there's no reason why I should ever get down or ever be down because look at what mom can do kind of a situation. So that's, all, that's something you should be very proud of. Because just in what you've told me, I feel bad for like 90% of my family because they all pretty much just like take one thing. And trust me, there's going to be some backlash on that, me saying that. But uh, it's, yeah, it's like don't, uh, don't take the easy way out. It sounds like you took every challenge and just went for it. Right. And like do you have any words of wisdom for people out there, like young people that would be interested in pursuing this kind of, like any of these avenues, like like. What what's got you, what what's pushed you through? Like what was it that kept you going? What fire did you keep stoked to do this? Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm not even sure what it was. That don't say drugs. I'd have to edit it. Yeah, no, definitely not drugs. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. Just kind of like I can do that. I want to do this. I can do that. You know, wake up. Like I said, wake up one day. Hey, I think I'll buy a coffee shop. Hey, I think I'll buy a sports bar. Hey, I think I'll be an actor or sell real estate. To me, it's just basically don't um, hold your own. Most people hold their own selves back. Don't hold yourself back. You know, you don't have to be young to be, you know, to fulfill your dreams or to do something fun. You know, don't age is just a number. Just go out there and do what makes you feel good. And that, that, I mean, that sounds pretty good. I wish I had some more inspiring words. I mean, that's like really... Mother Teresa? No, but that's... No, no, we don't want to get that crazy up in here. Jeez, are you kidding me? No, but that sounds great. I mean, that's, 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 coming, from, that's coming from the heart. It's just like that thought process, I think a lot of people... You, you're right. People hold themselves back. And I think that you were just... You were an exception to the rule. It seems like you, you took anything you were interested in and just said, let's do it. Like, let's party. You know what I mean? Did you ever think that you would be, like, making, like, awesome? Have you ever tried making cakes, for that matter? I do like to bake, so on my YouTube channel, I made a couple of things. I don't even. I'm not even. I can't right now. I can't. I got recipes out, and, and I put them on my YouTube channel. Yeah, really? So, yeah. Sylvia, please. Yeah. I pimp out my dogs to do oh, real estate commercials for no, me on YouTube. don't. This is just too good. I can't even believe half of the stuff that's happened right now in this interview. Okay, so what you're saying is basically you will do anything that you possibly even want to, and you're just down. You're just you just do it. You're like, no, it's happening, there you and go. then you put it into existence. There you go. Will it and do it. 
Yeah. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Only thing I haven't done is jump out of an airplane. So Are you planning on that anytime no, soon? No, I'm definitely not. Okay. Not what if you had, like, a really cool jumpsuit? No pun intended. Oh, gosh. I don't... And no. I think if I was strapped onto Brad Pitt, I'd jump out of that airplane with him. I mean, he would make a really crummy parachute, not going <laughs> to lie. Don't really think that's going to work out so well. I mean, I don't know. No. No, I'm going to go with no on that. I'm going to go with that would end badly. Good for publicity. Bad for human beings. Just a sad day for America and the world. My gosh. So uh, so what's on the horizon for you now? Like, what, like any, any different avenues? I mean, is there anything that you haven't done that you would think about doing at this point? Uh, don't be shy at this moment. Yes, yes. Stand-up comedy. That's... Yeah. All right. I remember kind of talking Again, about that. We okay. We touched on that, yes, briefly. So, so that is definitely something I would recommend that you try. Yes. You've already done stage performance. I have. It's really not that different. You would you would probably excel at it because it seems like everything you do, you excel at. Congratulations, well, Sylvia. Thank you so much. Jeez. Okay. We're just going to title this episode Sylvia Show Off, and we're just going <laughs> to call it good. Like, holy cow. Like, here. No, we should actually just title the episode, here, hold this. Here, hold my beer. Like... There's there's Sylvia. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Why thank you, Josh. You're welcome. So there's nothing there's nothing else on the horizon aside from like I mean in the acting world or anything else that you I mean aside from the stand up, um, any other avenues, any other things that you want to try? Like I have thought about going to New Mexico because New Mexico has uh, like the Netflix and yeah. some other studios out there. So I would like to venture out to New Mexico and see if I can get into films or like a TV show, a regular series, something like that. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I can definitely see that happening. I don't see that I don't see that being anything cuz you've not limited yourself. So why am I going to limit you whenever you're saying I could do this and I'm like, yeah, you can. Just do it, okay? Yeah. Enough. Um, that is that's just in, that's fantastic. So, you've given really inspirational words. You've inspired your kids. You've had this uh, you've had this crazy we didn't even talk about your childhood, which I'm assuming was probably crazy bunch of dirt bikes and stuff <laughs> probably jumping through hoops of fire i don't know i'm one of five so yeah i got lost somewhere in the middle so. oh that's, that's okay <laughs> you don't have to worry about it too much um now are you from arizona originally i am born and raised right on you're one of three congratulations yes, exactly. collect the whole set yeah that's cool and then lived in california i mean like yeah i'm kind of i'm sitting here just kind of thinking to myself I'm like wow like Fremont Coffee Shop. That's amazing. Like I, that would that would have been if I were old enough at ni in '91 to have done that. That would have been something I would have definitely loved. But I was unfortunately 11 years old, so that would I could have opened a lemonade stand <laughs> on a corner in Fremont, and that would have been the end of that. So, well, that is awesome. I I personally um, hope that you accomplish everything that's on your list of things that you need to accomplish because right now it sounds like you're already at the top you're you are very it's very cool because it's like it's like it almost seems like you attract all this positivity and all this stuff that happens so it's it's very clear to me that like if you project something you're going to get that so you are that you're like the walking example of that which oh. is good because well, you, you you don't post anything negative you don't do anything crazy on social media you know what i mean and it's like some people that do and they still have success and i don't know why 
Billy Idol. Anyway, <laughs> it's just weird. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just, I definitely wish you the best. I hope everything works out for you. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I hope I didn't bore you into a coma with all these questions. No, of course not. Thank and you. And I hope I didn't bore your listeners. No, my listeners love this. They love everything, I think. I think. I don't know. I don't ever talk to them. And what I do is <laughs> to just get unsolicited criticisms that I look at and go, I don't know how to handle this because constructive criticism is weird. <laughs> Makes me feel weird. Um, but other than that, it's good. Um, so I want to give you an opportunity now, uh, let my listeners know where they can find stuff on you, because I guarantee you people that if you know this person and you're in the entertainment biz, you'll probably want to book her at some point for something. Like, she's, she, she'd be good in commercials, motion pictures, television shows. Yeah, come on. I'm trying to help you out here. So <laughs> yeah, just, keep going. Keep yeah, going. I'm, just, I'm just doing this. Uh, apparently, ads for Depends underwear are not <laughs> off the table, so she is 100% on board. With that, I don't even under, I don't know. I mean, I can't judge you because if I end up, like like I said, if I end up doing like an ad for erectile dysfunction, I have pretty much hit the freaking peak of what I'm, what I'm on earth right? to do. Like, I'm fine. That's it. That's all I need. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to let people know where they can find you so that they can, they can hit you up sometime. Uh, Facebook, uh, yeah, that still exists for me. Uh, Instagram, Sylvia Romero underscore. Uh, my real estate is at EXP Homegirl. Awesome. And then you have an IMDb page. I do. And I'll go ahead and post a link on that when I post the episode up, so that'll be cool. Um, any any parting words for the listeners? Anything that you'd like to like to share? Uh, don't be afraid to try anything. Don't hold yourself back. Get out there and um, have some fun with your life. And if you know anybody who's willing to buy or sell a home, give me a call. I love it. Oh, my God, yes. She did a plug. I don't get any proceeds from that, though. I get no profit from that, but that's cool. Um, all right. Well, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in to The Maynard Files. I, of course, am your host with my awesome guest, Sylvia Romero. And she even said it with some oomph pizzazz. Uh, you're reminding you all that if you're going to do something, make sure that you're doing it right. Adios. Adios. <laughs>